What is up, everybody? Welcome into episode 14 of Locked on Tigers. I am your host, Chris Castellani. Well, no surprise, but things have seemingly gotten worse. The world has essentially shut down, especially the world of sports. Someone in the Yankees minor league system tested positive for the coronavirus over the weekend. Hearing a lot of mixed reports regarding when Major League Baseball is going to start things up. You know, obviously the tentative date was two weeks after de- after the delay. So opening day two weeks after March 26th, which was the original opening day. That's not going to happen. I'm hearing some reports now that uh, Memorial Day might be when they kick this thing off. I would say that's best case scenario right now. Um, and, and I I know this probably isn't the most entertaining thing to talk about. You know, people are listening in to hear me talk about Tigers baseball, but guys, Tigers baseball stopped. There's not a whole lot of Tigers baseball to be discussed right now. Now we do have a mailbag today and this week, thankfully, we do have some interesting content coming down the pike over the next couple days. I'll be doing crossover episodes with each of the lockdown hosts for the American league central division teams tomorrow. I'll be doing a podcast with lockdown Indians Wednesday will be with Lockdown Twins. Thursday will be with Lockdown White Sox. And Friday will be with Lockdown Royals. So I am looking forward to that. And that's much needed. Obviously, uh, the timing because of what's happened with the coronavirus stuff is uh, a bit a bit strange. Uh, the, ideally, this was going to be the, the week before the regular season began, season previews. That's not going to happen at this point, but they are still going to be uploaded. And you can always go back and re-listen to them as well. The first part of this episode isn't going to feature a ton of content. It's more of a plea to you guys. What do you want me to talk about over these next couple weeks? Because baseball's gone. You know, I I try to, at least on here, for the most part, avoid talking about other sports because I just think it's it's a bit strange. This is a Locked On Tigers podcast. But as far as I'm concerned, all rules are gone. At this point, what we're experiencing in America and really throughout the world right now is unlike anything we've ever seen. In my lifetime, sports have been stopped twice. One time was when I was very young, and that was 9 11, the most tragic, darkest day in this nation's history. And then there's this. So if there's anyone who's questioning the severity of what's going on or the, the magnitude of what's happening, look no further than that. You don't stop sports. You don't stop America unless there is something seriously dangerous happening. And I think you could say this is being overblown. That's fine. It's undeniable at this point that this is a serious, serious problem. And it makes life for a whole lot of people really difficult. And you can already tell. Like, I work another job outside of this. You can already see people are in bad moods. People are are nervous, people are scared, people are frustrated. Their daily routines, their livelihoods have been completely thrown out of whack. And what I can do here, and I talked about this a little bit on Friday, where you look at what you can do. What I can do here, outside of the obvious stuff, washing your hands, you know, keeping up with personal hygiene, not coughing in people's faces, stuff that in reality... We should do anyway, but a lot of people don't. There's a whole lot of just slobs out there. We need to cut that down. If there's any good that's going to come out of this awfulness, I hope that it will be people's realization that there's there's personal boundaries that a lot of people have a tendency to cross without knowing it, 
whether it be physical boundaries or, or, or psychological boundaries. I'm open to anything at this point, guys. I'll, I'll be willing to do mailbags. I'll be willing to talk about other sports. I'll be willing to review movies if you want me to. I'll sing if you need me to, which is something I did a little bit yesterday on my Twitter page if you saw that. So a lot of uncertainty right now. I I, I don't like making this a, a whole doom and gloom thing, but I think the, what I'm feeling right now is how a lot of people are feeling, and that's just a whole lot of frustration and uncertainty. This is the very, very tip of the iceberg. This is the very beginning, I feel like, of how crazy things are going to get, and I just implore people to not not panic. And look, what I say, what, what you're not, no one's going to say, hey, hey, mom, I was going to panic, but Castellani told me not to. Obviously, that's not going to happen, but maybe this is this is more self-therapy than anything at this point. Just just make sure you're being good to each other, all right? I, I understand everyone's in a weird spot. That doesn't give you the right to blow up on somebody. Don't blow up on a, on a retail worker or a server, right? Trust me, I've been in this stuff plenty of times. I've seen how people act when they're in bad moods. I see how people act when 99% of their criteria is met. Not 100, but only 99. People throw temper tantrums. Let's calm down. Let's take a step back and understand that pretty much everyone throughout the world right now is having to go about things in a way that is different than how they usually do. These are tumultuous times. So that's, in all honesty, that's going to be it for segment one. When I get back, segment two will be longer. When I get back, I did get mailbag questions last Friday that I didn't get to because of the the circumstances that we've talked about, but I am going to answer some when we get back in the second segment, so stick around and I'll be right back. All right, we're back, and like I said, I did get several mailbag questions last Friday. I am going to get to them now. I got three, I think, that I'm really honing in on, but please, by all means, guys, please sending more. Keep sending more in, whether they're baseball-related or not. I'll probably get to them on the air at some point because there's just not a whole lot to discuss. We're doing the best we can, and I give all of the hosts on, on the Lockdown Network a lot of credit right now for fighting through it. You know, we've had some email exchanges amongst our group and a lot of people have thrown around some really interesting creative ideas. There's a lot of really smart people on this platform and I'm really happy to be a part of it. But just so far, I'm going to be answering your questions from this mailbag. The first one is a very is officially a very easy one to answer and it comes from my friend Graham Couch and he says 56.5 wins for the Tigers over or under in a 162 game season. I still probably would have gone with the under. I, I had this team probably at 54 and 108 uh, a week ago, but with what will most likely be a shortened season, Graham, you keep banging that under, buddy. I mean, this thing is going to be way under 56 and a half next season for this team. I mean, if it's going to be what 140 game schedule, you you can make darn sure this team ain't getting to 57 wins. So uh, you can you can put that to the bank. Is that the term? Put that to the bank? Send it to the bank? Take that to the bank. There we are. <laughs> All right. Next question. This one it comes in from Charles Hailu. I believe that's how you pronounce it. I followed you for a while and you seem to have become more friendly to Alavila than you have in the past. What do you think of them? What do you think of him now? And what changed? That's a good question. Okay. Well, I think I've I've eased up on him in one sense. And this was something that had been brought to my attention by several people on Twitter, and I, I have come to agree with them. And that's the fact that I think in terms of the signings he's made over the last 
three years, I would say. So 2018, 2019, and this year. I can't blame him really for almost any of those. I think almost all of them fall completely on ownership. I don't think he's being given anything close to free reign to sign the guys he wants to sign. Nobody looks at their team, at the, especially a team who has money like Detroit does. And yes, they have some bloated contracts. Don't, don't let that fool you. They have a lot of money. They just aren't spending it. So no, no GM for a big market team goes into the offseason and says, I want to sign Leonis Martin. I want to sign Austin Romine. I want to sign Ivan Nova. Those are bargain bin guys that you get for cheap. And when you have an owner who, for the time being, seems to be allergic to spending, these are the results that you get. So I don't, I've eased up on him in that aspect. I don't blame him for the signings over these last three years. The trades, I think, are a different story. I think he's done a poor job getting talent back for the talent they've given up. I mean, you talk about Upton and J.D. Martinez and Verlander. I mean, they they are yet to definitively hit on any of those deals. Isaac Paredes, who was in the Justin Wilson-Alex Avila deal, he looks pretty good. He'll be be here at some point this year, hopefully the third baseman of the future, which I, I think that's the second or third third baseman of the future that they've had over the last several years. Nobody has wanted to step up between Lugo, Candelario, and now Paredes. Paredes looks very good in the minor leagues so far, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get on him for not stepping up. He'll be here very, very soon. I'm not going to act like I'm going to give Al Avila a passing grade for the job he's done so far in Detroit. I would say, in general, he's done a pretty poor job, but I think he will have his opportunity pretty soon to prove everyone wrong. Because you know what? As much as this farm system has slowly taken their time to improve, it is better, and it will improve very soon. The Tigers, one thing that's been forgotten in all of this, the Tigers are officially on the clock. The college baseball season is over. So it's, it's going to be up to the Tigers now to decide who they're going to take in June's draft. You Likely, probably at this point, Spencer Torkelson, but whoever they take, their farm system will be improved uh, immediately with that draft pick. So he will have the opportunity to prove people wrong, I would say probably starting at the end of the 2020 season. That's when he's promised and Illich promised they're going to start spending. And if he can go out and get some guys for reasonable deals, not sign any more overinflated contracts, if he can learn from the mistakes of his past, learn from the the Pelfrey signings, learn from the low signing, learn from the Zimmerman signing, which to this day is probably the worst contract in the history of Detroit sports, then maybe he can turn this thing around. I have serious doubts. And while I haven't hit him as hard over these last several months that I have over the previous couple years, make no mistake about it. I, I still have serious, serious doubts about him being the GM to bring this team back to prominence. I, and in all honesty, if I had to guess, I would say it's probably unlikely to happen. All right, we'll do one more mailbag question here. This one from Ryan Krause. Do we see Derek Hill or Daz Cameron in Detroit first this season? That's a good question. Derek Hill, the double-A center fielder, former first-round draft pick for the Detroit Tigers, and Daz Cameron last year, the AAA center fielder, part of the Justin Verlander deal back in 2017. Derek Hill slowly had uh, a bit of an improved season last year. Daz Cameron, a major disappointment from a year ago. This is a guy who was really highly touted when he was with uh, the Astros farm system. He struggled in his time in Detroit, especially last season. If I had to guess, they, they're they still high on Daz Cameron. and I don't think Derek Hill 
is going to be an everyday center fielder for any team, to be quite honest with you. I just I don't think he has the bat for it. I see him being potentially a platoon guy or or a defensive replacement type of guy at the major league level. Now, that's subject to change, but he's not getting any younger. Daz Cameron, I think, still has a lot more upside. Had a bad year in AAA last year. Guys sometimes have bad years, even in the minor leagues. This will be his opportunity to really prove himself. If he has even just a good year, we'll probably see him here in September pretty soon. I, I think they still want him to be the center fielder of the future, despite his struggles from a year ago. I, I still believe that he has the upside to be the guy here going forward. He His development is going to be extremely important for this team. We've talked about the Verlander deal and nauseam. You need one of those guys to hit. Franklin Perez, obviously the injury problems are terrible. Jake Rogers, still up in the air. Daz Cameron, Great athlete, comes from a baseball family. His dad was Mike Cameron, former center fielder for the Seattle Mariners. So I think we'll probably see him at some point late this season, assuming, of course, that there is a season, which at this point, everything is up for grabs. So, you know, that is going to do it for this show. A bit of a strange one tomorrow, and really the next couple days will be pretty interesting shows. It's going to be previewing the American League Central Division opponents with the other locked on hosts here on the network. So I'm looking forward to that. You can follow me on Twitter at Castellani2014. That's at C-A-S-T-E-L-L-A-N-I-2014. Doing the best I can to put out whatever content I can. Anything interesting that comes to my brain, I am going to, uh, to put it on video and hopefully all of you will enjoy. You can follow this show on Twitter at LockedOnTigers. And if you have any questions as well, you can send them to this show's Gmail account, LockedOnTigers at gmail.com. And while we're doing these podcasts, you might as well go to iTunes or go to Apple Podcasts, I think is the official name for it now, and leave a positive review. That would always make my day. So thank you so much for listening and sticking around. We do have some good content coming up here in this week that I'm looking forward to. So please uh, stay locked in with Locked On Tigers. Thank you again for listening. Have a great rest of your day and go Tigers.